0: a friend told me about. It was like his great grandfather or something. It was like this family story of when he had a corner store, right? You know, 100 years ago, whatever it was, he bought the first like cash register that was available and put it in the store and he would use it throughout the day. But at the end of the day, he would always close the books and reconcile everything by hand. Like he didn't trust the machine, right? And there are a lot of examples of that. You have to trust it. And that takes time, right? And you have to build that reputation and credibility, or it's, yeah, it's, it, it's going to be really difficult, right, to stoke that fire around behavior change.
1: I'm pleased today to be here with Matt Renaro. He is the founder and CEO of Benefix. Welcome,
0: Matt. Yeah, thanks so much for having me.
1: To start, tell us a little bit about your background, how you came to found this company, and uh, you know where it fits in the overall insurance benefits and sure tech landscape.
0: Yeah, my my dad was you know in a computer science class uh, undergrad while, um, while I was a kid, and was really fortunate just to be exposed to it. So I've always really you know found just a lot of joy in in programming and technology. Um, fast forwarding a little bit building something was great, but, you know, the entrepreneurial side, you know, the equation uh, was, was always something that you know, I was really passionate about, especially kind of going through high school. And it had some really interesting roles kind of throughout the years, um, doing work for Nike, for KPMG, for Viacom, you know, all the different brands and things like that. You know, when I turned about 30, um, you know, I was really interested in entertaining an opportunity around um, essentially a Snapchat competitor. And it was a really uh, interesting experience, learned a lot, learned a lot about um, simplifying a product versus, you know, trying to build you know everything at once. You know, that company, you know, essentially turned into um, a software product development company with a consulting component. And that company, you know, we were going through the benefits process, you know, on an annual basis. And I think it was 2015, 2016, it was just a miserable process. It took about, you know, three months um, and a lapse in, in coverage to really, you know, highlight, like, this is really broken, uh, like, what's going on here? So, you know, at that point in time, uh, a company called Benefit, which I'm sure a lot of folks are familiar with, they scaled like crazy. They grew their top line revenue from zero to about $100 million in a couple of years' time, which was unheard of. And then it went off a cliff right so you know why did they churn like 80% 85% you know of that revenue and customer base and that was really the insight uh, that that helped influence what we're doing at benefit so you know small businesses right you know one to about 100 employees there's a real need and desire uh, to to simplify benefits of course but a more insightful approach right and and folks want to just be able to trust you know the information that they're receiving is accurate right? That this is the best advice for me. Um, And what Zenefits did was they tried to disintermediate the brokers, right? The the existing distribution channel. And what we said was, well, we don't really see brokers going away anytime soon. Uh, It's, they need technology more than ever. COVID was a huge forcing function, right? Accelerant to that. So working with the broker channel, uh, it helps you know us you know connect and aggregate supply and demand really efficiently, and ultimately create better a better experience for all the stakeholders involved. So, from the carriers to the small business to the broker, and even down to the employee level. What other
1: sort of uh, pieces did you did you find they're looking for, and, and and sort of how did you try to build that into the broker user experience?
0: Yeah, it's a great question. It's um, I mean they're really kind of like two sides to the same coin. We think of certainly the workflow and efficiency component is certainly important and valuable. Um, but on the other side, right, a, a broker, an agency, ultimately it's a very sales-driven organization, right? How can we help, you know, accelerate the sales process, um, be easier to do business with, right? Ultimately, right, drive new revenue growth as well. So, but to kind of get there, um, Right, doing some of these things around, you know, the workflow admin component is kind of vital. Where any broker or agency, they have to generate quotes, right? If it's an existing client, right, for a renewal, or right if it's a new customer. So that's where we started, and you know, the, the quoting side of the house. It's you when you look at the problem, you know, from day one, it doesn't feel as complex as it really is, right? But, you know, when you sort of unpack all of these different markets, that eligibility logic, you know, all the nuanced rule sets to make that happen, you know, there's, there's a lot to do, but the quote is sort of like where things start, right? You know, the other complementary pieces for the end-to-end experience, being able to, you know, in, install a group, right, directly with a carrier in different fashions, right? You know, we certainly have API connectivity with some, Um, but that's still up and coming, but also being able to manage that group throughout the year, right? So, you know, a Ben Admin, we're taking a different approach to it, where it's a simplified, um, you know, way of working for the the broker or the agency, but a small business has very different needs, right? Than, you know, even 150, 200, uh, you know, employee companies. So, Having having those three modules really working together, um, it opens up a lot of interesting opportunity.
1: Your partner, so you described, you know, your interest in programming going all the way back to being a kid.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, what skills does your partner bring to the table? How do you guys, uh, you know, complement each other, and how have your roles evolved as the business has uh, grown?
0: Yeah, it's um, it's definitely a great question, and it's something that. I think a lot of young founders may not think matters as much as it really does but complementary skill sets um you know on a, an early engineering or early uh founding team super vital but then the ability to really level up um right as the company evolves i mean there are really distinct phases you know to a, to a company and sort of what's required right at the leadership level um but lee my co-founder a really interesting story and she I was introduced to Lee um through a friend of mine, a high school friend of mine, who was dating her. She moved back to uh, you know our shared hometown. She was at L'Oreal, New York for like six years, um, really like rose through the ranks there and you know didn't want to work remote. So I said, Hey, I'm I'm working on this thing. Um I know it's really different, but I know that your skills you know, in, in operations, you know, economics, um, you know, marketing. It, it's just a really great, you know, balance, you know, for some of my skills. And it turned out to, to be a fantastic fit. And um, it's just vital, right? If, if you really have that like chemistry and relationship and I, I think complementary skill sets, especially early on, um, it's really the only way this stuff works. <laughs>
1: So, so would you say that your, your sort of painkiller is, is for the agencies or is your painkiller helping the agencies be painkillers for other people, if that makes sense?
0: If I had to kind of break it down right now, you know, we're really focused on you know, the agency and the broker. So you know, I'd say 70-ish you know, percent of what we're doing is really focused there right now. Um, Right, and the remainder, you know, I'd say is pretty equally split between carriers small business and their employees. And, you know, the scale, you know, is going to start to, to balance out, you know, over the next year or two where, you know, where we are today in the scale that we have, you know, and the growth that we see you know, next year, you'll be able to introduce, you know, some more that's really focused on the carrier, you know, and the business themselves.
1: Um, so what what changed in those two years that that did make this you know viable and able to take off the way it has?
0: COVID, you know, was kind of the truest forcing function, right? Everyone, you know, was working remote for X number of months. You know, everything was was being digitized in some fashion. So that that was a huge accelerant for us.
1: You know, insights into where the industry is going, or you know, what other Building blocks, to use your terminology, are sort of getting put in place to enable acceleration in this area and you know increase value to to everybody. Any 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 particular predictions or any trends you're seeing
0: for carriers? There's been I mean, this movement. They they just they want to be easier to do business with, right? They want a better customer experience um, because while the you know the broker or the agency right, is essentially, you know, their their sales team, they, they also know that the experience that the business has, right, or the individual has kind of through that process is a reflection of the carrier, too. When you get into the, the agencies, the brokers, I mean, ultimately, you know, giving them the tools to just really manage this process as hands-off as possible, right? I mean, automating as much, a lot of this can be automated. Um, And the more that we can help facilitate that and also give them the tools to communicate, right, with their their clients and help facilitate the process, everyone's sort of winning in that. But by doing that, right, again, it's not just about the efficiency, but for them, you know, having some of these tools to be able to collaborate, you know, and work together through the process, it also helps increase their odds of closing new sales.
1: I appreciate you being on. Is there anything that we have not covered that you think we, we should have covered or anything else you'd like to share about what's going on at Benefits before we wrap up?
0: I mean, I'm just excited by, you know, the transformation that's happening in the industry. It's, um, you know, again, it's, it's accelerated pretty dramatically here over the past, you know, call it four to five years and, and it's not gonna slow down, right? So I think that kind of acceleration, you know, coupled with some of the behavioral change that you can't force, and it's, it's starting to happen at a more rapid pace. It's really exciting. So yeah, it, it's gonna be a, a fun ride for us over the next you know, three to five years.
1: Really appreciate you taking the time, Matt. I know you've got uh, a lot going on and it sounds like a lot of exciting stuff uh, ahead in the coming months. So you know, best of luck with that. Please keep us posted on the developments and benefits. And again, it's Matt Renaro. He is the founder and CEO of Benefix.
0: Yeah, thanks so much. Really appreciate it.